Welcome back to another episode of Bible Conversations. Today, we're going to be talking about how Jesus is the only way. All right. Well, man, it's good to be back. I um, I had gone last week to Florida to take yeah. care of my uncle having hip surgery and uh, spend some time with him. And I uh, got a little bit of vacation time, but a lot of it was just taking yeah. care of him and uh, and so now I'm back and, and been, you know, nose to the grindstone since the plane landed, basically. And uh, but I'm I'm excited. I'm excited about this topic. I uh, I guess saw a video just the other day, and I guess it must have been last night. And it was uh, a parody, basically, of you know what is a Christian? It's, mm. it's kind of the parody. And and this this girl was interviewing people for a class and for a research essay and, you know, she came forward and all these people were talking about their beliefs and who they thought Jesus was. And uh, it, it was just interesting, the beliefs that different denominations have, that different, different I would I would personally call them different religions have, uh, because they don't really follow the scriptures. They don't mm-hmm. follow the Bible. Uh, you know, if you believe that Jesus is not the son of God, you're not a Christian. If yeah. you believe that you can become like Jesus in deity, you're not a Christian. If you yeah. believe all these different things, you're not a Christian because the Bible teaches us very specific things about Christianity. Yeah. And so what I want to do is I kind of just briefly today want to talk about how Jesus is the only way. There is no other option. There is no other path. There is no other road. Uh, you know, we, we know from, I think it's Matthew, you may have to look it up, but in Matthew, you know, there's the the, the broad path and the narrow path. And you know, many are on many that go on the broad path, and you know the way is easy. But there are few who go on the narrow path because it's hard. The way is difficult. Well, if that's the case, and if that's the truth, then the idea of just accepting what people believe because they believe Matthew something. Seven. Okay, I was right. It's Matthew. Narrow gate and the broad way. Yes. Yeah. And so, just accepting what people believe because they have a belief is not. That's not what we've been called to do and and that yeah. in today's society that sounds mean and it sounds intolerant and it's all these words that people throw out there but yeah well i mean so first of all welcome back yeah thank you <laughs> sorry i've been talking a lot i obviously i've missed it no you did <laughs> um yeah we're glad to have you back you know last week we uh had a couple of teenagers up here with me uh yeah. to do a little makeshift episode while you're gone so uh glad you're back so we can do a a having another good conversation. Um, But what you're talking about as far as uh, people, you know, essentially trying to claim their own way, um, trying to say that, you know, everybody is going to have their own path to heaven and we need to encourage and support each other in that is simply not what we read in scripture. Uh, That's that's not what we find is what Jesus uh, instructed and commanded. Um, It's kind of interesting. I was actually just talking with the teens about this uh, in Bible class Sunday morning a few weeks ago. Um, you know what? It may have just been this past Sunday. Um, seems like a long time ago, but, um, <laughs> but we are studying through the parables right now, yeah. uh, the parables of Christ. And, uh, we got to the, the parable about the, the plank in your eye and the speck in your brother's eye. And don't try to remove the speck from your brother's eye while you have a plank in your own eye. Yeah. And Jesus starts that parable by saying, judge not lest ye be judged. Yeah. Um, and so many people, and this was my point with the teens, uh, well, one of the many points you can take from that parable, yeah. but was that, uh, people will read just the judge not period. Yeah. Not the not the latter part that's lest ye be judged. And yeah. um the the point is is that we are actually 
supposed to be there for one another and and encourage one another to grow closer to Christ. We're yeah. supposed to to help correct one another. It's not just a matter of oh well because I've got a log in my eye that means I can't I can't even um, worry about whatever other problems are going on. Jesus didn't say that. He said first take the log out of your eye and then you can help your brother with the speck yes. in his eye. It's not a matter of well we've both got something wrong. So we're both just going to live with that, you know, that's, that's really the message you hear in America, right? Is like, oh, we've all got our problems. Let's stop trying to judge one another. Let's stop trying to correct one another. We've, we've all got things wrong in our lives. And that's not the point of that parable. Like they're, they're completely taking Christ's words out of context. Yes. The point is fix the problem in your life before you help your brother instead of trying to correct someone else without correcting your own life. And so. Um, it's just a matter of of reading what what is Jesus actually saying there. He's not saying just continue to live in sin. He's not saying just to I- ignore any kind of problems in your own life or in your brother's life. But rather than but ra- rather than that, it's a we need to correct all these problems. But yeah. you need to make sure you don't do it from a prideful or a yeah. um, holier than thou standpoint. Well, and there's a there's a part of judgment too that is salvific or salvational based. Mm-hmm. I am in no position to ever say, Dylan, you are going to heaven or Dylan, you are going to hell. Right? Yeah. Like that's not my job. But when it comes to your life and the way that you live, if I see you in sin, my job is as a brother in Christ to say, Dylan, I've seen you doing this. Absolutely. This is against God's command. Man, you need to not do that. You got to repent. Yeah. I know you're better than that, right? Like my job yeah, is to lovingly to judge. And, and and that word has so many different connotations and meanings and is nuanced. Not eternally judge. Yes, not eternally. Because more that's, of a correction. More of a correction, yeah. right? And and a, you know, and, and helping somebody. And so the you, idea you of, have to make a judgment in yes. order to cor- help correct someone, exactly. help guide someone. And so that, um, that judge not lest you be judged, right, is that man, if I'm saying you're going to hell, so am I, right? But if yeah. I take out that log and I help you and I bring it to you, right? That's a different. That's a different story. So there, there mm-hmm. are some different aspects of that whole thing of judging, and and the reality is, is like you said, specifically in America, and we've gotten into such a uh, politically correct. And I don't want to use that word for any other reason other than that is the word to use, right? But a, a culture in which we cannot say certain things because it is viewed as bad, mm-hmm. not because it is bad. Because it's viewed as bad, and we, we because it might hurt someone's feelings. Might hurt someone's yeah. feelings, and you know, and you know, there, there's so many words that are being thrown around now to to Christians, you know, that were yeah. were homophobic and transphobic, and all of these things, and and yeah. we we have to stand on the word of truth, yeah, and we have to do so in love and in kindness and in grace and all of these things, but well, we also can't waver from the truth, which is kind of where I'm wanting to go with this topic, yeah, is. People believe that there are so many different paths that are acceptable to take. Yeah. And that, man, if you just believe in Jesus, then you're going to be saved. And that's that's just not the truth. It's not accurate. It's not that's not what he has taught us. It's not what the scriptures teach us. There's more to it than just that John 3.16. It's one of the most un unbelievably misquoted passages, mm-hmm. right? Misunderstood passages is probably the better way to put it. Yeah. And there's just more to it. It's not just believing that Jesus lived, right? It's not believing that even just that Jesus died or even that Jesus was raised 
from the dead, but it's what he did for me and how that affects my life and then what my faith. Well, and then what are you going to do with exactly. that belief is, what, is the difference. Because like we read yeah. in, in James, uh, you believe that uh, that God is one, that in other words, Jesus is the yeah. son of God. So do the demons. Good job. Yeah. So do the demons. Yeah. <laughs> like like big whoop-dee-doo. Well, like, what, what are you going to do with that belief? Exactly. And my, my sermon last Sunday night was about this. Mm-hmm. It was about faith and what faith is. And faith is active in all of its sense. Yep. And so what I want to do now is, is you know, we've, we've kind of created a baseline here. And, and the, the proposition is that there is not, not multiple ways to get to heaven. Yeah. Right? There's just one, and that's through Christ, and that's knowing him and, and being in him and, and him being in you. And so I, I want to go to John chapter 14, and mm-hmm. uh, I want to read from here. Starting in verse 1, it says, Let not your hearts be troubled. Believe in God. Believe also in me. In my Father's house are many rooms. If it were not so, would I have told you that I go to prepare a place for you? And if I go and prepare a place for you, I will come again and will take you to myself, that where I am, you may be also. And you know the way to where I am going. Thomas said to him, Lord, we do not know where you are going. How can we, how can we know the way? Jesus said to him, I am the way and the truth, and the life. No one comes to the Father except through me. It is only through Jesus that we get to the Father who is in heaven. It is only through Jesus that we can get to heaven. And there are so many people that think that, oh, well, they 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 have a different religion, and it's just their way of worshiping the same God you worship. No, that's not, that's not how it is. It yeah. is only Jesus. Because he is the way, he is the truth, and he is the life. And and I think that's something that, that has been lost specifically in America. And I I struggle with that. Well, one of the things I find so interesting is also, um, you know, we talk about people saying that, that there are multiple ways to heaven. There's also a, a spectrum within that discussion as well. Because there are the folks that will say, you know, um, there are there's more than one way, but they won't go so far as to say there's an infinite amount of of ways. But yeah. then there are people who will say like every single person is finding their own way. Yeah. Um. Almost to the point where it's like, how many people live on the earth again? Like, seven billion. Uh, seven billion. Yeah. So I always confuse that. I'm like, is it seven trillion, seven billion, or seven million? I never remember. Yeah. <laughs> but those are really different numbers. They, so they are. Um, uh, <laughs> anyways, like people will go so far as to say there are seven billion different ways. To yeah. find Christ, to to get to heaven, um, yeah. n- not necessarily find Christ. I would say there are a lot of different ways to find Christ. Yes, but Christ is the only way to heaven. Yes. So um, people will go so far as to say there are seven billion different ways to heaven. Yeah. Um, which is why you see the explosion of of like community churches, and I know yeah. they call themselves like non denominational, but I would argue that every single church like that is multi-denomination denomination yeah Yeah. basically um where you know you you have all kinds of different names um for these churches but um basically they all prescribe to the same thing that is you know you find your own way i'm on my own way and we're going to support one another in that and i've been blown away the more that i've studied that push within culture to have a it's almost like an open religion you yeah. know open theology believe what you want find your own way yeah so much to the point where that like they are literally just about 
tickling ears. You know, we read that passage in if either First Timothy or Second Timothy. I don't re- re- quite recall, um, but it's um, you know, it's the people desiring to uh, having itching ears. They just want to hear something that makes them feel better about themselves. Um, but we really see that, like this past week, I saw a post on um, a like neighborhood Facebook group that was asking who's got like what church around the area has Saturday worship services because my husband works on a Sunday. And uh, there were, it was like so many congregations like, Oh, we do, we do, we do, we do. And it was like, they claim to be Christians and they're like, yeah, we worship Saturday. We have instruments at 9 a.m., no instruments at 10 a.m. on yeah. both Saturday and Sunday. A like Traditional service. Yeah, yeah. And it's basically just like a whatever makes you happy, whatever's going to make you feel better about the path that you are currently on so yeah. you don't feel like you have to change anything. And I'm like – Hold up. Did we just forget about like repentance? Yeah. So the, <laughs> the verse comes from 2 Timothy chapter 4, verse 3. Okay. It says, The time is coming when people will not endure sound teaching, but having itching ears, they will accumulate for themselves teachers to suit their own passions and will turn away from listening to the truth and wander off into myths. Yeah. So I think one of the big problems uh, that we face within culture today is we hear phrases like that, like sound teaching. Yeah. And people are like, okay, what are you from the 1800s? Yeah. <laughs> and it's like yeah. just the, the phrasing of that makes it sound so archaic. Yeah. Um, and there's a really big difference between having – an archaic teaching versus an accurate teaching yep. and a really big difference between having um, a an open all encouraging um, family versus just being passive and, and pleasing to people and wishy-washy yeah yeah so and it's uh, I'm sorry let me just finish this thought. I would just I would just say it's it's a matter of of finding the people who want to grow close to Christ yeah. in a accurate way. Yeah. Um, Cause I, I always try to, to use terms that relate with people today. Yeah. And I would say that, you know, the idea of like sound teaching, sound doctrinally, sound theologically, stuff like that makes it sound archaic. But yeah. the bottom line is what is accurate in terms of the Bible? Yeah. Um, and, you just got to find that. Yeah. So something that actually came to mind as you were talking about that is is a quote I heard from from Steve Miner hmm. uh, a couple years ago at an SYS lesson, and he was talking about how somebody came up to him one day after worship and said, "You know, I just man, I really didn't get anything out of that worship service." And he looked at him and he goes, "Okay, what do you <laughs> okay?" She goes, "Well, I mean, I I just I didn't get anything." She goes, and he, he Steve goes, "Well." We weren't worshiping you. Yeah. Like this wasn't, this wasn't for you. Yeah. We come to worship God. And, and I think a lot of these, you know, the community churches, non-dominant, whatever they are, they, they bring people in because it's for them. Yeah. You know, we have something for you. Yeah. And we have something that you're going to enjoy and something that you're going to like and entertainment that you're going to want to be a part of. And we have something that you want. And, And, And the reality is, is we should be wanting God and we should be yes. wanting what God wants and we should want to serve him. Yeah. And I think that's where the disconnect is, is. It's we're such a consumer culture. We want things we want. You know, we want to go to the store and buy things. We want to you know, go to restaurants. You, you want food. it on the shelf, have it right then yes. and there. That's why people use Uber Eats because you can yeah. literally be so lazy to have it delivered to you. There's a reason um, Amazon is one of the biggest companies in the world. Right yeah. Now. Yeah. <laughs> you know. Um 
I, I, I was going to say about um, a matter of having a, a choice to, to find the things that you want. There is some value to that because as you are looking at um, congregations that teach accurately yes. what we find in the Bible, yep. um, there is also a matter of are they – thriving yeah. or are they just trying to survive? Yeah. Um, and that's one of the things that I think we're so blessed with here at Keller yeah. is the members here um, have chosen to come and worship here because they see a, a body of believers that is thriving. Yes. Um, and um, it's really sad when you look across America, how many congregations have closed their doors, uh, especially yeah. within the past two years, mm-hmm. um, because when COVID hit, they were just in survival mode. You yeah. know, it was a, we're still going to teach what's accurate. We're still going to, um, to follow what we, what is said in scripture. Yeah. But you know, it's not there. What There was a lack of energy. Yeah. Um, and I, I just think, it, you know, there, there's those two parts to it. Yeah. You, you can't just all rely on the go to the place that's full of energy and, is thriving, but you can't just only go to the place that is only energy, only energy. Yeah. You've got to, you've got to find the accuracy as well. We have to choose on the things that we can choose on. Yeah. Uh, we can't, we can't be swayed to give up things that God has commanded. You know, we're, we're commanded to go and teach. Well, we can't just choose not to go and teach, right? We're, we're commanded to abstain from sexual immorality. Well, we can't just choose yep. to go and be sexually immoral and think that we're okay in the eyes of God. Well, God has a very specific way he wants to be worshipped, and he has outlined it for us in the scriptures. And so where where we can be picky, we should be picky. And where we can't be picky, we can't be picky. Yeah. And uh, so anyway, I I just think that that one of the things that is being lost in America is the – desire to do things right mm-hmm. in accordance with God's will. And what is being gained is the desire to do things right in man's eyes. Yeah, absolutely. And, and that's that's scary to me. Well, I think this is an episode that um, a lot of people are going to uh, have some thoughts on and have some comments on. Yeah. So I just want to remind everyone uh, that if you do have thoughts or comments on this episode, uh, feel free to reach out to us. All of our contact information is going to be played uh, here at the end of this clip. But uh, shoot us an email, shoot us a Facebook message, um, and and let us know yeah. uh, what your thoughts are about this. But also, how can we l- let us know how we can can share this message with with more people? You yeah. know how can how can we encourage you? How can you encourage your own brothers and sisters and your own congregations to continue to share this message about finding? Um, and encouraging accuracy in regards yeah. to what is taught in scripture. Yeah. We, you know, we love hearing from you guys. Uh, we, we appreciate y'all. And I mean, every time we get an email, you know, we, we talk about it. You know, hey, mm-hmm. did you see the someone? So you want, oh man, I haven't seen it yet. Oh, well, this is what, oh, dude, that's awesome. Yeah. We, we talk about it and it's, it's just exciting for us to hear, uh, from the listeners. And, and so anyway, reach out to us. We, we greatly appreciate that. And we ask for just a couple more seconds of your time. Uh, as you uh, as you listen to how you can do that. Thank you for listening to another episode of Bible Conversations. We want to encourage you to check out our proud partners, Ministry League. They have a website as well as an app that you can download from your smartphone. 
Yeah, not only that, but also be sure to send us an email. You can reach us at kcocbibleconversations at gmail.com. We'd love to hear from you what your thoughts and comments are on today's episode. And if you have any questions or any comments, anything that you would like to let us know, please send us a text at the following number, 972-905-0856. Yeah, and that way we'll be able to uh, get that comment and and get back with y'all as well. And please leave reviews and comments. I know there's a lot of places that you listen to this podcast that you can leave comments and reviews. I know Apple Podcasts, I'm pretty sure iHeartRadio and others, you can uh, leave reviews and comments as well. And last, but most certainly not least, we ask that you share this with your friends. Uh, We do our best to provide uh, biblical and and, and strong uh, discussion, and we hope that you can feel free to share that with everybody that you love and come in contact with. Thank you all so much for all of your support. We love you.